Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a government assassin, Shani. Yes, beware. I have all the assassin skills from the government. So, today we are going to be talking about... Like, if you if you were to make a character named Bullet, mm-hmm. what, would you, what would you do? What would um, you make... Well, that would make me think that their superpower would most likely be guns, um, which isn't really a superpower. I don't know. It, it sounds kind of almost bullseye-ish kind of thing. Bullet. Or maybe they move really fast. Maybe they're a speedster. Um, and all honesty, I wouldn't make a character called Bullet because I'm a peace-loving Canadian and I'm afraid of guns. Mm. More like a, like a commie that that hates freedom. Yes, exactly that. You know, our our flag is predominantly red, so that makes sense. Here's what it looks like. Can you oh, see him? he's Ooh. he's he's a burly fellow. Yeah, he's chunky. Yeah, he's like he looks middle aged. I'd does. say, um, which isn't like a slight by any means. He just looks old, like not old, but you know, older. Um, receding hairline. Looks like he's not accepted it yet, though. So go for a longer hair. Yeah, I noticed that at the back he was, like, you know, thinning in the front, but he was keeping that party fully in the back. Yeah, he's going full skullet right now. Mm -hmm. Very stern looking. I would say, imagine the physique of a a kingpin. Mm -hmm. But smaller, like like a smaller version of kingpin. So and, we're talking uh, like a five nine kingpin rather than a towering eight foot kingpin. Wears a, a full bodysuit with a stripe down the. I guess it'd be the left shoulder. I'm looking at him for a moment. Yeah, it'd be left shoulder, all the way down to uh, to the foot. Not a bad, t- like honestly, not a bad look. <laughs> like, he carries it well. He he carries his his girth with a confidence, and yeah. he's obviously got a good tailor. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to see the picture of Bullet, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram, and it will have other stuff on there as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, his real name is Unrevealed. He's a man of mystery. His occupation is United States government agent for covert activities. Activities? Yeah, so, okay. you know, like, uh, like birthday parties, like surprise birthday parties. Well, see, the first thing that came to me was racquetball. That's that's an activity, right? Well, how can you how can you covertly play racquetball? Well, you know, under the darkness of night, perhaps with a balaclava. So you know, all, all black suit. You know, he could be see, a challenger. I don't, I don't know. I think he he's a pretty he's a pretty like big dude. I think it'd be hard for him to be on a racquetball court. I think like, it'd be hard for him to be covertly anywhere with that kind of frame. To be honest, I mean, like. 
as a person who's like a little bit bigger and everything like there you know you could still be pretty athletic and stealthy and stuff as a bigger dude you could or a bigger person in general um you mean which is which is one of the reasons why like i secretly kind of like well not secretly i kind of like uh a lot of wrestling because you get like a lot, a lot of like athletic like fat dudes yeah yeah and because it's, it's 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 like it's part the I love wrestling. My partner's um, a massive wrestling fan. We we have gone to see live wrestling events. I love wrestling because the diversity of usually male body types is, is quite refreshing. You have teeny tiny little wiry dudes. Then you have these giant mountain men. Then you have like the boiled kind of, you know, what you expect in a wrestler. They're usually covered in baby oil. So, uh, so yeah, his uh, identity is secret even to this day. That's kind of lazy up. writing. Well, I mean, you can. That just means that they weren't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's known to the United States government. Um, he has no criminal record. He says okay. the United States. He's also called Agent Bullet. His uh, place of birth is unrevealed. Of His course. His marital status is presumably unmarried. Uh, presumably married. Presumably at least one married. Time. Oh. At least one time. We do know that he has a son oh. named Lance. <laughs> okay. And his daughter, Beretta. Mm. His, oh. his dog, uh, Pike. Remington. Yeah. He, he, has, he, has he has two dogs, a German Shepherd and a Beagle. One's named Remington, the other one's Winston. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he works for an unidentified agency in the <laughs> U.S. government. Uh-huh. Uh, and he first appeared on in a story on uh, in Daredevil two fifty. Okay. Um. Now he technically first appeared though ever in Marvel Age Annual issue number three when Titans Plug in uh, June nineteen eighty seven. And if you don't know, if you don't know anything about Marvel Age, it was the thing that they did for a little bit where they, it was basically like really fancy solicitations. Mm -hmm. Like they just put a lot more information, they put like information in it and, you know, be like interviews and stuff like that. It was mm -hmm. just like, hey, this is the stuff coming up, you know, which is interesting, you know, be cool if, uh, I don't know, I'd like something like that nowadays. It's fun. It's fun. That was also around the age, like, then through to, like, the mid-90s, where they kind of got crazy with the covers. So you'd have your foil cover, your holographic cover, your... You know. You're hitting a little bit before that. Yeah. You know, a little bit before that. No, that was more, like, 92 and on. No, we, we you have to wait for Rob Liefeld to start leaving. <laughs> like, Image has to, like, Image has to start be starting up, yeah. basically. Yeah. Because image know, is the reason why that started. We call that the pocket age or the pouch age. You know, Rob Liefeld and his predilection for covering his characters and pouches. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's that's a little bit later. That's more like ninety two. Early nineties, yeah. Because uh, because we didn't have uh, the exodus of at that time top tier talent exiting to make creator own stuff until 92 yeah so that being said like yeah, i mean good on our life field like honestly like he legitimately like him and jim lee 
and a few other artists like Define Comics. I for love a while, which is a Jim- lot, which which is which is saying a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's it takes a lot for like it like. Unfortunately, it also made it more of an artist instead of a writer thing. And I'm going to be honest, I like it more when it's completely collaborative, but I like it a little bit better when the writers are a little bit more in control. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Uh, you know, right now it's way more collaborative. Like you, like it's more equal share depending on the creative team. But at least the character, at least the comics I like, they tend to be really collaborative, and they tend to be like, "Yo, this is my." This is my dude who does all the coloring. They do real good. And then they'll be like, well, you thought of this stuff. And that guy drew it. And like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a love fest. Like, if you follow, like, for real, like, follow your favorite comic book people mm-hmm. online. Like, it's just, like, goddamn love fest. Like, between, like, the creative teams. It's wonderful. It, it should be, though, right? Like, because, like, everyone is, like, birthing these brand new babies of, of old men like Captain America who have been there since the year dot. But, you know, if... You want a team where you're equally as passionate about something and that enthusiasm really comes out in your work. And if you're like, dude, that scene that you just wrote, amazing. And then it's, yeah, bro, the way that you illustrated and, and my guy's colors. Oh my God. Of course, the, the product that you're going to be bringing out is going to be so much better. And, and also, I would like to uh, just thank uh, Marvel, even though it's been too late. Allowing to have more queer writers in because we did get the wonderful line I want to obliterate that twink in an actual Marvel <laughs> comic. Like, it's just canon. It's canon that someone wants to obliterate that twink. And I'm just saying, real good, chef kiss, wonderful. <laughs> who, who, who wanted to obliterate twink? Well, it was it was during the um, Empire event, mm-hmm. it was uh, a Cree, a Cree spy who okay. wanted to kill hulkling okay oh see when you said annihilate i i thought you meant obliterate i thought you meant more as in he wanted to have some some no, sexy no, times no hulkling. i want to obliterate that particular twink oh, right there here was me thinking it was some kind of foreplay or you know no, wooing. No. oh that's a shame oh, I no, love hulkling. No. yeah it's, it's good it's good it's uh is it hulkling that's really scroll he's, he's scroll cree Okay, scroll. He's supposed to, yeah. They finally got the the plot point that they put like over twenty years ago mm-hmm. of <laughs> in effect, where it's supposed to be the. Uh... No, they they know they identify with he him pronouns. Okay, no, I had to go through. Mm-hmm. No, he I didn't know, but uh, he was supposed to be the thing that brought the two empires together. Mm-hmm. And is is he still together <sighs> with Asgardian? Well, right now it's uh it's um Magus or okay. something like that. Not not Magus. What is it? Uh, it's not Wiccan anymore. He changed it, but I still want to say Wiccan. That's such a terrible name. <clears throat> but again, it was made by a teenager. Um, but no, he's still yeah no they're they're actually married now. Oh. Also, oh, I guess congrats on getting a Canadian to play uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, it's so exciting. I'm 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 loving that we're we're getting um our 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 Ms. Marvel. It's it's nice to have not only more Canadians in the industry, but having our, you know, Canadians of color for that representation is so freaking exciting. 
Yeah, I'm wondering if they're gonna make her learn how to do a Jersey accent because that's that's how it's like. I mean, I know people don't people don't think about the accents of mm-hmm. like where people came from in comics, but like we're not getting as much diverse accents as we should be. No, but for for, for generally, like she I mean, has to have a Jersey accent. She has to. Like, I will refuse. <laughs> She is a Jersey. She's a New Jersey. Uh, she's a New Jersey hero. Maybe she's from like a, a nice part of New Jersey. Like my- no, no, no. <laughs> it has to be a Jersey accent. I refuse. Well, see, my my partner's mom's from New Jersey, and you would never know because she's been in California for so long. So you can't really pick it up, and until she gets, you know, she she hits the fireball a little hard, and there you go. There's my Jersey girl. She's right there. Yeah, but you better go have a goddamn Jersey accent. <laughs> like, I'm tired. I'm tired of all this erasure of like all the diverse American accents, like from the stuff. Like, we should be having a lot more Midwestern accents. We should be having like Appalachian accents. We should be having all these type of accents. And it's all this like standard American accent shit. Give me some diversity in the accents. Uh, but yeah, but he did first officially show up in like in the Marvel Age. Um, but in story form, it showed up on, yeah, Daredevil issue number two, uh, 50 in January, 1988. Boom. Yeah. And it's, it's a really, like, this is a good era of Daredevil, you know, John Romita Jr. And, and Nascenti. Some would say one of the best, uh, outside of the Frank Miller. I, I personally like this a little bit more. Uh, Frank Miller. You know, you there's know, a disappointing you know, human. You know, uh, bright flames burn out real quickly, you know? Or they reveal themselves to be kind of gross humans. Yeah, some of them decide that it's okay to release a a, a, a book called The Master Race in 2015. Some yeah. of them just are thinking, some people are just thinking about that and they're just like, yeah. That's yeah. not okay, Mr. Miller, that being said, this is a pretty good cover. We have the bullets of running really quickly. It looks like a Daredevil dis- just charged. Where did I you mean, send just- that? I can't. I can't. Oh, on on uh, Hangouts. Oh, okay. Herder, I am very attractive. Yeah. So yeah, we have the classic Daredevil Man Without Fear logo, which is always a good one. Also, good character box as well. We have Daredevil with the. Radar sense coming out of his head in it. We also have, you know, it's a John Romita Jr. cover, so mm-hmm. it's going to be good majority of the time. Um, but yeah, Daredevil is leaping, and we have a little explanation box, which is Can even DD halt the rage of bullets? I don't know, can he? I'm excited to find out. How come uh, this is this is something that's always bothered me with Daredevil and the poses they put him in so often? Is it usually looks like he's trying to poop? I think you're just like do you not he does the same stuff that Dare, that uh, that Spider Man does. I know, but with with Spider Man being you know so they've got completely different body shapes, right? So Daredevil's like he seems a little bit bulkier than than Peter. Matt's a bit. I know Peter. Uh, Peter's a twink. Yeah, uh, he's 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 well, a little well, wiry man, you know. Except in the nineties, he wasn't a twink in the nineties. I like I like I like the uh, my Peter Parker being a twink. He should be. It makes sense, right? 
But, yeah. you know, Matt Murdock's got got that typical kind of, like, he, he looks like a man, when when he's in those same poses, he looks like a man who needs a lot more fiber in his diet. I see, I just see that he's, like, one of the most agile characters that doesn't have superhuman ag- agility. But that's what I see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've got to gotta admit, I'm not the biggest Daredevil fan. I have not read a ton of Daredevil, so maybe it's just my own prejudice against uh, blind echolocation, blind people who can see that can't see lawyers. Maybe, maybe that's just my thing. Yeah, you hate you. You just hate blind lawyers that yeah also have echolocation. It's very bad. Yeah, because I'm a terrible human being. I only yeah, like mostly. you know little little twinks that. Um, are are really smart. That's uh, so. A bullet is an agent of the U.S. government who performs covert activities of unrevealed natures, and who has the highest level of security clearance such such an agent can hold. Recently, bullet was assigned by the U.S. Army General on behalf of Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, to participate in a scheme against the environmental. Protection organization. Uh, save the planet. Bullet was uh, allowed. Bullet was to allow another man to bomb the organization's headquarters in a terrorist uh, fashion, and then to arrest the supposed terrorist himself. The saboteur would then be released through legal maneuvering. So wait, wait a minute. So Bullet was trying to allow this person to bomb a government building that's, you know, for building a better future so that he could catch him? No, it was, it was supposed to be a false flag attack uh, orchestrated by the Kingpin. So he was fighting against the Kingpin? No, he was fighting with the Kingpin. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they were making a false flag attack and the person who did the bombing was going to get out anyway. Okay. Meh. But he, he, he works for the government and an undisclosed yeah. secret government orchestration. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you're acting like there's not shady government people. True, true. But still, you know, it's like... Yeah, like, I mean, I mean the, especially the U.S. government, they, like, they've been beholden to rich people for... Uh, since the beginning? Forever. Yes, yes. So. so and yeah. and you're hoarding all your alien technology, too. Um, however, Ma- Matthew Murdoch, who is secretly the costume crime fighter Daredevil, captured the saboteur himself. Um, he wasn't in his costume identity at the time. Uh, Murdoch then encountered Bullet, who said he would have to see that the saboteur went to jail. Murdoch realized that Bullet was lying. Through, sorry, through. Yeah. Uh, Murdoch and Bullet fought each other, but Murdoch finally let Bullet take the saboteur into custody. Soon afterwards, Bullet killed a man in toxic waste. Oh. Framing the environmentalist for the murder. Murdoch, as Daredevil, accused Bullet as committing the murder, and the two fought. Bullet realized that Daredevil was Murdoch because if there's one person who's really bad at keeping his. I secret identity, it's Matt Murdock. <laughs> when the police arrived at the scene, Bullet confessed to the murder and was taken in custody. But after Bullet made a single phone call, and all charges against him was dropped, and he was released. Since then, he joined the criminal 
He joined criminals recruited by the assassin Typhoid in an attack on Daredevil that nearly killed a crime fighter. So, he is 6'1", weighs 390, brown eyes, brown hair. He does have superhuman strength. Oh. It's like the lowest level superhuman strength. It is a thousand pounds. We don't know how how he got the superhuman abilities. If it's like mutants or something else. And he shows that he has no ill effect after direct exposure to toxic chemical waste. either. And he is uh, real good at punching people. So his superpower is punching. Well, I mean, also, you guns. know, guns, yeah. And he also has some form of invulnerability as well, because, but that's just because he's a super strength person. They all have that. They would literally break themselves if they didn't. I was just thinking, <laughs> about it. How, how terrible that would be. He's like, yeah, I'm super strong, but I'm constantly, you know, putting my back out and tearing muscles because, you know, I have a vulnerable human body. Yeah, you have to, you have to have those secondary powers in order to have a lot of other powers like being able to fly really fast you, you probably want to be able to see <laughs> so your eyes have to be have to be able to be able to still stand up to the wind and um you also have to have the uh you'd also probably have to be able to breathe so or hold you know, your breath for a really long time yeah, which is why a lot of, which is why, um, I mean, as boring as he is, North Star, um, he can't fly at light speed because he can't breathe. Did you, did you just take our, our North Star's name in vain there? Yeah, he's a very boring character. Yeah, he doesn't. No, I'm You know just what, saying, he like- dresses real nice, though. He's got a good look. Yeah, too bad he's extremely boring. <laughs> But you know, okay, he he was also our first, you know, out character, which was pretty exciting. Well, I mean, it's good to have representation for boring white gay dudes, <laughs> but I mean, like maybe any That's other true. character. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that that was a big deal when when he came out. That was a big deal because it it just didn't happen in comics. So you know, he he was a trailblazer, but he was a very milk toast trailblazer. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm kind of liking how they're putting him, like, he's in the X Factor mm-hmm. uh, book right now, and he's ahead, he's the head of the uh, organization that looks at uh, mutant deaths, oh. so they can get resurrected on Krakoa. Interesting. Um, and um, half the team is queer. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a Dakin, they have Dakin, who is the... As, by the way, if you get the chance, read stuff by Leia Williams. She is a goddamn queen mm-hmm. when it comes to writing. But um, he's just he's just a disaster by, and he knows it. Like he's just like, like hey, like I have two things going for me: I can stab people, I can make people like me. <laughs> like that's it. That sounds like a character I could really identify with. Disaster by, with no big showy powers that. He's such a he's such a goddamn himbo too, and it <laughs> oh, like like I I should hate him more, but like because he has pheromone powers and that tends to be a big no no for me. But like like there's they did like a Mojo Verse thing mm-hmm. 
and they had they had to do a um they had to do an interview to be on a reality show so they can oh, find something and he realized like oh man i'm i can't i guess i can't make people like me so uh, this is the only thing I have left, and he's and they he starts to take off his pants, and then they just cut the screen. <laughs> like, like, oh my god! It's oh no, but no, he's he's very good, and I like him a lot. I should hate him way more, but um, yeah. So they also have Prodigy, who is who is also by, but is just very uh proper. Oh. That that's what is that's what is uh that's what whenever Dakin was just like yo I'm I'd like to be on the team and he's like we don't need muscle or 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 a disaster by I'd be like well you have a distinguished by over there so we can bounce each other out <laughs> um <laughs> and it's just oh man it's very good like to check it out no yeah read just read Leia Williams stuff this is across the board good I don't know how you get like a Tumblr shit poster to get like a high level Marvel writing job, but they, they did it. That's amazing. Yeah, and she's still a shit poster too. She- it's not like <laughs> like it's not like she stops. So she's living the dream basically, <laughs> this is what you're telling me. Yeah, she gets to she gets to write X Men comics and she gets to shit post in them. Oh, so good. That was that was something when when we brought up Daredevil when I've not read that much. I read some Bendis Daredevil. Like I said, he just never really appealed to me. Well, that that's your problem. You read Bendis. Well, I I liked it. It was it was well, the I mean, weird. It was good. You know, no, no, it's not, no, the one afterward was way better because that's how it always works with Bendis. <laughs> he's a, he's a perfectly fine actor. He's perfectly fine at writing. <laughs> but see, the, the one I read was the one where it was like the support group one. And the support group realized they were all being kind of like manipulated by a demon baby. It was weird, so I liked it. But before that, it was from when I was working in comic book store. My fellow uh, comic peddlers were like, "Oh my god, Mac Murdoch's come out!" And to me personally, being a queer human being, I was like, "He's come out. That is amazing. I'm so excited." So like, Daredevil's gay, and they were like, "No, no, it just just." You know, it's Marvel Universe. He's come out as in everyone now knows that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. And I was thoroughly disappointed. And I oh. didn't care about Daredevil anymore. No, do the Mark Rain one run. Okay. It's very good. Now we're done. <laughs> You're spent. No, no, no. We're just done. Like, there's nothing left. That's it? Yeah. Oh. This is the 89 update. Like, this was two years after the original one. There's not much on a lot of these characters. Wow. So, basically, so, in, in a nutshell, he was a kind of, well, in Marvelverse, being 6'1", that's pretty average height. Yeah. And he's 390 pounds? That's a lot of man. I mean, he looks it. Yeah. That is a lot of man. 6'1 at 390. But light on his feet. Good with the punchins. Yeah. Fantastic dresser, though in denial about his hairline. Yeah, I feel like I feel like people just need to embrace being bald more. And it always looks better. Mm-hmm. Like it always looks better. Even if you have a weird shaped head, it's gonna look better than you trying to hide your receding hairline. It's true. It's true. Like just shave your head. Like <laughs> 
it makes you also it doesn't make you look old half the time in fact that's a really good point like it doesn't it just like but yeah but yeah so that's it so what do you have to plug (laughs) so that's that's it what do you have to plug what do i have to plug still um uh my partner and i's partner and mine one of my partners um podcast is called morbidly romantic we watch a whole bunch of horror movies because i'm a massive horror dork and he is an aspiring horror dork um and then we chat about them and uh see how a lot of things fare in the modern day and it's it's like um he calls it a a long distance horror book club but there's no books involved just horror movies and uh, predominantly my discussion well, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called uh, Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid detail. Um, and uh, if you want to support me, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabetflight or click the link in the description. And uh, if you want to see any of the characters and a little few extra things, you can go to at alphabetflight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so... So yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight and uh, may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.